Welcome to the Doorway to Self podcast, a metaphysical container for all things mental health, all things human, and all things psychic. Because if you're human, you're psychic. Through the power of story, the gift of psychoeducation, and shared research of the human experience, we will delve into all things metaphysics to help bring to light the truth of your being. If you're on the journey home to your golden self, this is the podcast for you. Here we go. This is the Mental Health Revolution with Rachel Leah Gerson of Doorway to Self. Hello and welcome back to the Doorway to Self podcast. I am Rachel Leah Gerson. I am your host. It is so wonderful to have you back or have you here for the first time. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you a million times over to all of you who have listened to one episode or multiple episodes. I am so entirely grateful to you especially with all of the technological challenges that have been going on. It is so incredible that you guys have stayed on. I've had so many of you reaching out to me asking alternative ways that you can listen to this if it hasn't been up on your platform. So I also want to thank you for your patience as well as I have continued to work with my podcast host to try and figure out what the heck is going on. It has been quite the process. So I truly, truly appreciate you. Um, We're at just over a month now from the podcast launch on March 21st, and there have been uh, almost 450 downloads already, which is just blowing my mind. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for those of you who have reached out with kind words about um, how this podcast has enhanced your life uh, in some way, shape, or form, and thank you a million times over to those of you who have shared it with your loved ones as well, or just in general on Facebook or Instagram or um, social media of any sort, and thank you, of course, to those of you who have left reviews. So... Um, before we begin today's podcast, I want to um, let you guys know that as I've been feeling into this, of course, this is all brand new to me, if you can believe that. Um, I am feeling that, and I've been feeling actually for quite some time now, that this weekly ordeal is not quite too healthy actually for me it is it puts a lot of pressure um on the creative flow of the experience and so i you know it's funny i want to use this as a lesson for you because even last week i spoke on the episode about you know going with the flow and listening to your intuition and that purpose is going to make itself known and if i'm being completely honest here when i tuned in when i tuned into my intuition and asked how often this podcast needed to be i got a very clear message that it needed to be a biweekly ordeal and uh you know when the virus happened i went logical and i I, it's not even that I ignored my intuition. It's just that it it just kind of fell away as I stepped into this logical idea of, oh, but I'm going to have so much time. So I should, you know, post a podcast every week. There's no reason not to. And I love that wording. There's no 
reason not to. And the fact is, is that there absolutely is a reason. And the reason is, is that my being as Rachel, as human Rachel, as energy Rachel is not calibrated to be able to put things out on a weekly basis like this. Um, I am calibrated to need to take some time to feel into things, to feel into the collective, to feel into what messages need to come forth most. Um, And I'm not going to lie, there have been many tireless nights with this podcast trying to get it out um, on Thursday mornings. So that's actually going to be the other change that takes place as well. So I know I'm hitting you guys with a lot right now, but just bear with me. And, uh, you know, as I've been feeling into the technical difficulties, a lot of the time technical difficulties can be a manifestation of what is going on energetically as well and and some resistance that might be there. And so there have been two things that I've really feeling been feeling resistance to. Uh, the first one being that bi-weekly uh, schedule rather than the weekly schedule. And the second being the time that I release the podcast. Now, some of you know this and some of you don't. I want to give a big shout out to my girl, Cassandra Wilder of Goddess Ceremony. She launched a podcasting course in February and I actually took it, which is how this podcast was launched because I would have known uh, next to nothing had I not taken that course. So I'm incredibly grateful to her, incredibly grateful. If you haven't tuned into her podcast, I highly suggest it. It's just the bo- the Goddess Ceremony podcast. Um, and it's for men too. Men, you're going to get a lot of information out of it, I promise you. Uh, regardless, the point is, is that, um, you know, I took this podcasting course. It was really incredible. And one of the things that Cassandra recommends, um, that has worked for her is that she launches her podcast in the morning Eastern time um, so that people driving to work can listen to it first thing in the morning. And I thought, wow, what a beautiful business strategy. I mean, I I want to do that um, because that makes so much sense business-wise. Um, and so again, allowing that logic to creep in and not feeling into my intuition about it. I am not a morning person. For those of you who did not know, I am not a morning person. I am a night owl. I, you know, my regular bedtime, um, especially nowadays uh, with nothing to wake up in the morning for, my regular bedtime is sometime between midnight and two o'clock in the morning. It's when I am able, I'm able to do my most creative and best work around nine or 10 at night. And I'm doing that for a few hours and then I need time to wind down after that. So, you know, Doing that and then forcing myself to wake up to an alarm at eight o'clock in the morning, making sure that everything has been posted has not been healthy for me. Um, I wake up with a lot of anxiety. I'm not, um, and obviously I'm being real and raw with you guys right now. So you are getting seriously the back end of my process here right now. Um, And part of the reason I'm sharing this with you in such a real way is because I think this is a lot of what's needing to be dismantled with this whole coronavirus shift. Um, You know, this thought process of 
um, you know, we need to do things on a certain time schedule and out of flow. And, you know, of course, doing things biweekly at a different time is still going to be in a, in a schedule, but it's going to be in a schedule that flows best for me and my energy. And so I'm telling you guys all of this because I know that many of you listening right now, and perhaps even all of you listening right now, can relate to this, to putting yourselves to standards that do not fit the mold of your being, that do not, that, that build a wall where your energy should be flowing. And I really do believe that that's a lot of the reason why there have been so many technical difficulties. And actually, these difficulties started when I began, um, or, or it was it was actually, it was the morning that I had the most anxiety about the podcast. Um, so the morning that I woke up, I had all of this anxiety. I was so frustrated. I was like, Rachel, why are you bolting out of bed to go look at your computer screen first thing in the morning at an hour that you're not normally used to being awake and then going back into bed and going to sleep? Like, this is not natural. And I was so upset and I was so frustrated. And boom, that's when the problem started. Um, And so I have no doubt in my mind that that's exactly what's been going on. And I am hoping, my fingers are crossed, that as soon as I change to this biweekly deal and at a different time, that it's going, the the problems are just going to fix themselves. And so anyways, my point is, is that we really need to be doing things in flow with our energy, with our being. And I, you know, I think that this time away uh, for most of us, for those of us who, who are not on the front lines, is really asking us to feel into what is the best schedule for you. Maybe you were working an eight to five in an office and you're a night person. Um, or maybe you are a night shift worker. And you're a morning person, you know, looking at these things where maybe we need to make some changes in our lives. And so I want to honor that and and set the example, you know, everything that I talk about, whether it's on this podcast or on Instagram or wherever it is, anything I talk about, I always want to be be living that and um, you know, I it that's truly the only ethical thing to do. Um, so from now on, this will be launching Thursdays at 2 p.m. every other week. That is how this is going to work. And it feels so good and so relieving to say that. And I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who continue to listen through these changes. Now, let's get to the juicy bits. Thanks for sticking through those logistics. I hope you uh, took some nuggets away from that as well. It's kind of why I milked it. (laughs) I like to think of everything that happens to us as a lesson to take away for the future. So, um, the day that this podcast is coming out to your ears, it is the day before the start of National Mental Health Month. So the month of May is National Mental Health Month. Of course, that is a big month in my eyes, (laughs) in the eyes of Doorway to Self, in the eyes of the mental health revolution. Of course, um, the day after tomorrow, 
uh, tomorrow being Friday. Um, there is going to be the Dorid Mental Health event on Saturday from 1030 to 6 p.m. online on Zoom. That's Eastern Time. If you haven't yet gotten tickets today, if you're listening on Thursday... Thursday the 30th, is your last day to get tickets. So be sure to go to doorwaytoself.com, click that yellow bar, that golden bar at the top of the website, and it will take you right to the page where you can get all the info you need and buy tickets. Um, So be sure to do that today Um, if you want to come, of course. (laughs) Um, So what I wanted to talk about today is something that I'm hoping will stretch um, for the whole month of May. I hope people will listen to this episode and actually any episode throughout the month of May to help with mental health. And the thing that I was feeling into for today's episode is, you know, what would be best for people to know at this point in time. And so I wanted to talk about grounding which is something that I know a lot of you who are listening are already familiar with. And if you are, um, that's fantastic. I hope that you're able to learn something new from this episode, whether it's from the psychoeducational perspective, uh, from the counseling perspective, or uh, if it is from just learning some new tools and things to work with. Um, Of course, I want to say... As I do most episodes, I am not a licensed professional mental health helper, although I did just finish my master's internship, so I'm almost there. But regardless, I do want to say that for this episode. As of right now, (laughs) April 30th, 2020, I am not a licensed mental health care professional. So please just bear that in mind. Um, Regardless, so what is grounding? Grounding is the act of bringing your energy down. Grounding is the act of um, basically connecting with your body, connecting with your surroundings, connecting with the earth. In the mental health field, it is known as a facet of mindfulness. Uh, Mindfulness being uh, the ability to stay present in your situations, uh, the ability to bring yourself to the present moment. That is the best, most concise definition of mindfulness I can give. Uh, But I'm really happy to know that this is a technique that is now being brought into the counseling field because it truly gives me hope to know that we are going in the right direction. And even if a lot of professionals are not using the word energy, when they're talking about grounding, it still is such a huge part of the energy world. This is something that has been taught for ages upon ages in every single energy tradition around the world, whether it's Eastern, Western, Native, it doesn't matter. Um, This is something that is universal that has been taught in energy language throughout the globe for centuries. So, what does grounding help with? It helps with anxiety. It helps with depression. It helps with mania. For people who are suffering with substance use disorders, it helps with curbing craving. Uh, it helps with, you know, those are all, of course, the mental health 
things as we know them, but energetically, it also helps to bring us back into our bodies. It helps us to be able to come back to center. It helps us to be able to bring our energy more into flow as ourselves and connect back to the self, to the core essence, as I like to call it. And it's also something that's going to help all of you who are feeling complete energetic overwhelm right now, whether that looks like taking on too many of other people's emotions or the global collective emotion, uh, whether that looks like seeing things, uh, like seeing colors and shapes and people everywhere who are not there physically, uh, whether that means hearing voices, etc. This is going to help you because when those things happen, when we're experiencing extreme psychic ability, we are normally, and of course this is not the case all of the time, but normally it happens when we are up, as I like to call it. So our energy is up in our body. It's more centered around our heads um, or even maybe outside of our bodies completely. So just keeping an eye on that, we're anchoring ourselves. So uh, basically, if you think about it in the same way that we think about electricity, right? Because we say the same thing, right? When you plug a when you plug electrical plugs into an outlet, you want the outlet to be grounded. That is a technical term in the electrician industry, if that's what you would call it. I probably sound like a ditz right now, but that's what I'm calling it <laughs> in the electrical industry. Um, so what's happening there? If you take, for instance, a lamp, right? If you plug a lamp into a socket that is not grounded, basically it's going to short circuit right? So you're going to have the light bulb that bursts or that dies or that is just kind of sending energy all over the place. Um, You might get shocked, you know, things like that. So this energy is erratic. It's all over the place. Whereas if you plug that lamp into a socket that is grounded, boom, voila, you have channeled energy that therefore goes into the light bulb and creates light that is constant, consistent, and there. Okay, so the same thing works for human beings. If we are not grounded, our energy is sporadic. It is all over the place and we very often short circuit, right? We have, we have thoughts that loop, I call it monkey mind. I think I've talked about this in other episodes, having that monkey mind where the thoughts just go round and round and round and round, right? Um, So things like that, or maybe just experiencing psychic phenomena from everywhere, getting, as I call them, pings of energy, right? So maybe you're feeling your cousin David's emotions, and then you're feeling your friend uh, Maria's emotions, and then you're getting whispers from some random entity, and then you're also seeing flashes of blue lights everywhere, and you're just totally on energetic overload, right? you're short-circuiting. That energy, your energy is all over the place. There's no channel. There's no channel for it that's direct. And so when we ground ourselves, it allows us to act as that cord going up the lamp into the light bulb, lighting the light bulb, providing something that is intentional 
that is constant, that is consistent, that is directional, right? And when I say directional, I mean purposeful. When we are grounded, it allows our energy, our personal energy to become on purpose, okay? Now, for a lot of people, this is a scary idea because being in our bodies can sometimes be a scary thing. Sometimes we don't feel like we want to be in our bodies. Sometimes we feel like maybe we weren't meant to be human or we won't, weren't meant to be here on this earthen planet, right? And so working through some of that stuff, why don't you feel like you should be here? You know, why? And, and of course, I want to add here as well, suicidality can come a lot with those thoughts. So if you are somebody who is experiencing thoughts of wanting to kill yourself because you don't want to be on this planet anymore, or you don't feel like you belong here, please, please, please get help. Call the suicide hotline. Um, I, I used to work with imalive.org. They're a really wonderful resource online to do online chats. Um, work with a counselor, you know, whatever it is that you need to do, please get help. I just need to state that. Um, because I care about you and I want to make sure you're safe. And especially in these, in these times that can be really fearful for a lot of people, I feel for you. Please get help if you need it. Um, okay, so... All of that aside, my point is, is that, you know, that could be a reason why you feel like you shouldn't be in your body or don't want to be in your body. Another reason is trauma. If you've ever been physically or sexually abused, it might be really hard for you to be in your body. Another reason would be this illness. If you're sitting at home listening to this with coronavirus right now, you might not want to be in your body feeling that right now. Um, And I totally get that. Um, or maybe you're somebody with arthritis or something. You don't want to feel those pains. Um, but I'm here to tell you that the more that you actually get into your body, the more that trauma is going to be released from the body. I know that that sounds counterintuitive, but it is true. The more that you accept your body and love your body, and I am living proof I am living proof. I had horrible, horrible health issues in 2015 and I did not want to be in my body. I hadn't wanted to be in my body really my whole life. I was one of those people who didn't feel like I was from earth or supposed to be here or supposed to be human or whatever. It just felt awkward being human and I didn't want to be here. I was suicidal. I did cut myself. I didn't want to be here. Um, Not at that point in time. Uh, were those things um, still going on. But my point is, is that, you know, that that was a part of my life at one point. Um, In 2015, I had horrible health issues and I still didn't want to be in my body. And I was doing everything I possibly could to escape. I was doing astral projection on purpose, um, which, you know, that can be a great tool, but I was using it to escape. I was trying to um, find fantasy TV shows to basically send my energy into and escape into them. I mean, it was it was a mess. Um, as soon as I started to bring my focus back to my body and I started to um, basically use techniques to kind of love on my body and say, you know what, most of my problems were intestinal um, and it was causing horrible pains and fatigue and um, just it, it was just awful. And so I would place my hands on my on my abdomen and say, you know, thank you. I know you're not operating correctly right now, but thank you so much for being here. Thank you for what you do. And the more that I was able to give 
those bits of love to myself, the better my body actually began to function. Um, And so I assure you, the more that you get into your body, the better off you're going to be. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. We're, We're wired to be able to heal ourselves. And maybe for you right now, grounding that act of plugging that plug into the grounded socket, allowing that energy to flow up the cord and into your light bulb, maybe that light bulb looks like your energy healing yourself right now. Maybe that being on purpose, your energy in your body is literally your energy traveling into every single cell of your being and illuminating it with healing. Dang. That's powerful and epic. That's so much cooler than not being in your body. Oh my gosh. At least in my opinion. Okay. I tangented there, but it was a good tangent, I think, anyways. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So, grounding. Um, some techniques, some tips, some tools for you guys. How do we ground? So I just gave you one, giving love to your body, right? So uh, something that a mentor of mine taught me years and years ago was to start at the head, putting your hands on every single part of your body and giving it love, uh, saying thank, and actually I added saying thank you to it for operating, for holding you, for being here, just feeling your body. Along those same lines, obviously, eating things that are more connected to the earth. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This is something that I personally am still very much working on. It's something that's difficult for me. I am not perfect. But trying to eat things that are sourced directly from the earth. So eating things like plants, eating things like, um, you know, that are grown organically, maybe even trying to grow your own if you have time Um, or space to create a vegetable garden of some sort, something that directly comes from the earth. And if it's grown by your own hands, gosh, that's even better. Uh, Especially roots. um, So carrots, onions, ginger, potatoes, things that really grow under the ground because eating those things is going to help us, help to bring us down. And of course, I'm not a nutritionist. I do not claim to be. Um, So, you know, obviously eat what's best for you and your body and your diet. But um, it is said energetically and it makes sense that obviously those root vegetables would mirror the effects of rooting rooting down, grounding down. So um, eating things like that, um, eating a clean diet in general is going to help us to ground more because the cleaner we eat, the more our bodies are able to act as vessels for energy. And so it's going to make it easier to send energy down that is not serving us or that is not ours or and even just our own energy, if we're too up in that monkey mind, if our anxiety is too high, um, just helping to shoot that energy down and ground it into the earth so that we can then, as I mentioned before, continue to walk purposefully. Um, a really popular technique that's being used right now is uh, somatic work, um, specifically movements like dance, ecstatic dance, or 
um, dance in general, myofascial unwinding, things like that. Um, so definitely look into those things if that's something that calls to you. Five rhythms is a very cool method. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it. There is a ton of really cool information on there. Um, and myofascial is spelled M Y O. F-A-S-C-I-A-L, myofascial unwinding, and it's basically the unwinding of the smaller muscles in your body that have actually scientifically been proven to hold trauma, Uh, whether it's physical trauma from injury or abuse or um, emotional, like if you're holding emotions in that part of your body or energetic, it releases all of those things. And a lot of the time, it's all three. Uh, in the same place because they're kind of all one in the same, right? They're just different iterations of each other. So that's another great method. Um, probably the most well-known is putting bare feet on the ground, right? So going barefooted on uh, grass, mud, sand, dirt, whatever it is, something to do that. Um, of course, it's a lot easier in the spring, If you're not in a climate that is, um, you know, pretty neutral throughout the year. But if you are looking to do that throughout the year at other times, um, I recommend getting a foot bath of some sort or just like a big bucket or a tub and filling it up with um, dirt or sod or sand or rocks or something like that and just sticking your feet in it. So... That's a cool little thing you can do. (laughs) Um, So let's see, what other ideas? Taking a salt bath, um, you know, having those minerals go into your skin. And by the way, also scientifically proven that salt baths and also sticking your feet, bare feet on the the bare ground help to um, raise your pH levels and ionize your body, which basically protects you or helps to protect you against electromagnetic fields. I know a lot of people are concerned, and myself included, about 5G and all of that right now. So this is a really great way to kind of keep your energetic immune system up for that as well. Um, There are so, so, so many different ways to ground. But basically what you need to know is it's about connecting to your body and connecting to the earth. And guess what? They are one and the same. We eat the earth. We shit the earth. We were born of the earth. Yeah. One and the same. And so truly, when we plug ourselves into the earth, we are plugging ourselves into ourself, into this greater expanded version of this thing that birthed all of us. And here's a fun fact too. The earth originally was created from stardust. And so if you're someone who doesn't feel like you belong in your body, if you're someone who doesn't feel like you're human, if you're somebody who calls yourself a starseed, if you feel like you belong somewhere else, guess what? You were born of the earth. The earth was born of stars and therefore you are born of stars. We're all starseeds in some sense. Every single one of us. 
Mm-hmm. All right. There are so, so, so many <laughs> tips for grounding. I could literally do like a two-hour episode on this, but I want to just give you guys that for now. Um, I'm also going to link my favorite grounding meditation. It's by, um, I think her name is Roots for Wings Healing. It's really fantastic, and she takes you through being able to um, grow roots out of your feet and then uh, pull energy of the earth up into you and transmute and it's just really really lovely it's only 10 minutes 10 minute guided meditation on youtube so i will link that in the show notes if you're interested in that as well as of course uh, the link to buy tickets for this weekend as well so with all of that Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you got something from this, if not multiple things. I always love having discussion about these things. So please feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram at doorway to self or at rachel.lea.gerson. Or you can shoot me a message on Facebook to the doorway to self page um, or an email self at gmail.com and let me know what you have taken away from this episode. Let me know if you've tried any of these techniques, if they've worked for you, if one has worked better than the other. Um, and I also just encourage you to get outside in general, whether it's barefooted or not. Maybe do some gardening or some planting, maybe hug a tree, which might sound hippy dippy to some of you, but guess what? Also scientifically proven to help <laughs> bring down anxiety and relieve depression. Seriously, guys, this stuff is all being scientifically researched, psychologically researched and tested right now. And it is true. They have studied the brainwaves in people who have anxiety and depression, and they literally change dramatically when they go hug a tree. I am not kidding you. Just ask the tree some consent beforehand. Maybe introduce it. Give it your name. Make it a special experience. Again, I know that sounds hippy-dippy, but they've done so many studies that show that plants can hear us, do hear us, do understand us. It is wild. I might have to do an episode on that soon here too. All right. Closing out. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And please feel free to share this with your friends and your family and your loved ones. I am wishing you all safety and health and wellness. I hope to see you on Saturday on Zoom at the Doorway to Mental Health event. I'm sending you guys so, so, so much love. Thank you so much for tuning into the Doorway to Self podcast, for helping to spread psychic education and for being a part of the mental health revolution. I hope you have received exactly what you needed today for your personal growth, understanding, and healing. For more information on upcoming workshops, retreats, and online events, please go to doorwaytoself.com. Thank you, and have a beautiful rest of your day.